Welcome back to the Morbid Midwest. I'm your host, Brooke Hass, and today I have with me... Jamie Hennekins. I am a student here at St. Ambrose. I'm in my senior year, and last year I produced Campus Encounters, which was a ghost podcast limited series about ghost stories here on campus and uh, diving into a few spooky stories in Galvin and in Davis Hall. And if you haven't listened to Campus Encounters, I strongly recommend doing so because I loved the series and I thought it was so scary. Like one of your episodes, I had to go down the hall to one of my friend's room just to listen to it (laughs) because I couldn't listen to it by myself, but it was so good. So definitely go check that out. It's on SoundCloud um, for KALA Radio. Um, So be sure to go check that out if you haven't already. So if you've been following us on Instagram and seeing things on social media, you'll know that this week we're doing something just a little bit different. So this week we're going to do a Halloween special for you. And if you go to Ambrose, you know that there's lots of spooky things that have happened on campus, but you might not have heard many stories about it. So what we did is asked a couple of people that we know to kind of tell us a little bit about their spooky stories. First up, we have Hannah Hart, and I'm going to let you listen to Hannah tell me her story herself. I'm Hannah Hart. I'm a senior here at St. Ambrose University. I'm a forensic psych major. Um, I also run on the track team. I'm also an HA over in Franklin. I was an RA last year over in Davis. Um, I also lived in Davis Hall my freshman, sophomore year, so I was well accustomed to the really old, creepy building. Awesome. Um, Hannah, I know that you kind of talked about having some spooky stories from being on campus and being part of res life. I'm sure you have lots of things, so if you wouldn't mind kind of telling us a little bit about that. Davis is our second oldest building on campus, the first being Ambrose Hall, because Ambrose was the first building built. Um, Davis used to be an all-men's building because Ambrose was originally an all-men's university. Um, Davis is currently our all-women's dorm. Um, It's our only dorm that has singles. It has been known as the dorm people don't want to live in because it's just really old. It's not up to date. doesn't have an elevator, central air conditioning or anything. It's got a boiler room. So it gives you that kind of like weird, creepy vibe. Um, Our power went out last year during RA training. And it low-key looked like an asylum, walking through it. When you say asylum, can you kind of describe that a little bit for us? Yeah. So um, since the building doesn't have an elevator, it has stairwells. So the side of the building has stairs that kind of lead into the halls. And in the middle, there's a central stairwell. And you can actually look down into it, and it kind of spirals. And it's just, it gives you this really forerooting feeling if like something were like to drop it would just kind of keep going and then like the hallways have this like white old tile and like the ceilings have these ceiling tiles have been known to kind of crumble because they're not kept up to date and the doors just kind of swing in and out they're not electric like a lot of the other buildings and so when our power went out everything was just really dark a lot of the doors were shut because the residents hadn't moved in yet It was just really quiet and like we were walking around with flashlights. So it felt like those like ghost story like TV shows when like you're walking through an abandoned building looking for something. 
Well, it was mostly really hot because our fans weren't working because it doesn't have central air conditioning. Sure. But, yeah, it was really creepy because we didn't have any light. And the building is on the far, I'm thinking, west side of campus. Mm -hmm. So once your sun goes down, there's no light anywhere. And since it's on the west side, a lot of the other buildings kind of prevent light from getting into the building itself. So you don't get a lot of sunlight in the building until it's like high noon or like 3 o'clock. Sure. So the whole building is kind of draped in this darkness for the longest time. And so once like it got around the evening time and like we couldn't do trading anymore, we had to go back to our dorms and no one really left their dorm because Mm -hmm. it was just so dark everywhere and it was just really creepy. No one wanted to be in the halls or anything. So I know you kind of talked about living in Davis. Um, When you lived in there, I know a lot of people have told me that they've seen some really weird stuff in there or like they've had really weird things happen in Davis. Um, Have you ever had anything weird happen to you while you lived in Davis? Oh, yeah. It's kind of just characteristic of the building. I mean, if something doesn't happen, it's like, oh, lucky you. Um, I kind of viewed Davis as like a weird kind of dark hole. It was almost like the Twilight Zone for me. Oh, yeah, creepy. I Because I would randomly have items go missing in my dorm. So like, they would just disappear and you'd yeah, never find them. I had a Fitbit my freshman year and I lost it. I thought it was like in the WRC. I thought it was maybe at like the track or like somewhere in my room. But like when I cleaned out my room to move out for the summer, I never found it. Like it just wasn't underneath a mattress. It wasn't in like some weird corner and like it just never came back again. I've also lost maybe, like, a couple, like, extension cords. I've lost, mm-hmm. like, just weird things that, like, you wouldn't think about. Um, I've also had a girl on the track team tell me that she lived on third floor, which third floor has been known to have some kind of weird activity. I mean, there's multiple stories sure. that have been floating around why, like, one's, like, a girl, like, committed suicide, which I don't think that really happened because I haven't been able to find anything mm-hmm. that really proves that to be factual. But she said when she was living there, I can't remember her exact room number, she would set things down and then they would move around the room. Would she see them move around the room or would they just move when she wasn't there? She would move like when she would turn her back. Like she would set like a cup like on a dresser and then she would like turn around to grab something like on her bed and then all of a sudden the cup would be like on her sink. And then she had it where all of a sudden, like, her lights would start to, like, dim and, like, flicker. And, like, her bed would, like, shake out of nowhere. And, like, she ended up, like, moving out of the room because it was just too much for her. I personally, I lived, I never lived on third floor. I lived on fourth floor, second floor, and first. So I almost lived on every floor. Sure. But my sophomore year, when I lived on second floor, I had it one year where my lights started, like, really dimming and then getting really bright kind of Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. And, like, where I live back at home, I kind of live in the middle of nowhere. I kind of thought that was something with, like, the power grid or, like, power was going to go out or something because it happens. It was, like, in the winter. Well, I mentioned that to one of the girls who lived next to me, and she was like, the hell are you talking about? She's like, my lights were fine. (laughs) My fan didn't do anything. And I'm like, what? You mean nothing happened? And I was like, Oh, no. So that was only happening to you then. And what room? You said which floor was that on? This was second floor. This was on second floor. And I lived in the middle of the hall. I was room 215. Okay. So, like, around you, did anybody else have anything weird like that happen? Not that I know of. And, like, it was just almost like it 
didn't feel like anything was like wanting to you know like attack me or like I was scared it was Mm -hmm. more of like just an odd like what's going on like I don't understand but again that's like the normal Davis experience there's like little odd things about the building like I found out my third year of school when I was already there we had a closet full of china dolls can you kind of tell me a little bit more about that that is that's just so weird to me yeah that's something you shouldn't have in a building I I feel like but yeah we had this like little storage closet in the basement um our basement is like a lounge it's got some offices it's got a couple music rooms, so it's a pretty big space. But, right. like, this storage space was, like, kind of nestled, like, in a corner. It was super tiny. It was, like, a little cubby almost. There were these shelves, and, like, I opened it one night because we were getting ready to do, like, a Halloween-themed haunted house. Because, like, it's Davis. People were like, ooh, spooky. Spooky, right. And, like, all of a sudden there was, like, these rows of, like, China dolls sitting there. And I was like, no, 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 we're gonna shut the door, act like we didn't see it. I'm like, I don't mess with those, like, mm-mm. I asked people about it, and they're like, yeah, it's just always been there. I'm like, and no one's, like, tossed them? Like, no one's gotten them out of the building? Like, why are they there? So, have you asked, like, anybody in Red's life, like, what that is and why it's there? I asked my area coordinator that year, and she just kind of, like, shrugged her shoulders Almost as if, like, well, it's not hurting anybody, and I don't know what to do with it, and well, I yeah. other things. Which, like, is understandable, but it's, like, that's really sketch. And then, kind like, of weird. Yeah, then, like, my SHM ended up, like, our student hall manager ended up using those dolls in, like, the haunted, like, um, maze or attraction sure. we did in the basement. And I'm like, you touched them? I'm like, why oh did you gosh. touch the creepy dolls? Okay, <laughs> that, I mean, that is a good way to use your resources, but that is honestly terrifying yeah i know i've had some weird stuff happen in cosgrove um have you ever seen anything like that oh yeah my last year in davis which was last year um towards the end months i'd be sitting doing homework and it'd be around like 10 30 11 o'clock at night and there'd be this like weird feeling of like being watched and, like, I kept my room pretty clean. Like, I didn't have, like, the chair, you know, like, full of clothes. I looked like a person. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would, like, glance, like, around over my shoulder, and there would be, like, the shadows, like, playing with me. Like, I could almost, like, see, like, weird figures, like, kind of, like, overlooking me, like, hey, what you doing? And it's like, nothing, please don't look at me. Or I'd be, like, in my bed, and, like, it'd almost be, like, somebody, like, peering over, like, the end of my bed and like I had a lofted bed so it's like nothing can be that tall so I'm like what is going on and you saw that or did you just like have a feeling about it I saw them it's there's a weird kind of culture around shadow people because like it's been debated whether it's just like the mind playing tricks because like it gets dark and like you see things out of like the side of your vision but it's also been kind of reported that like shadow people can be seen as like a cluster of like spirits or like one or two or just like this negative energy mm-hmm. so you think do you do you actually like do you believe in ghosts oh yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. do you feel like the people around when you lived in davis do you feel like the people around you believed in ghosts i think a couple people did because mm-hmm. like Again, there was that culture on, like, the floors. I was like, Davis is old. Things have gone on here. But, like, 
you had definitely people who were like terrified that like oh something's gonna go on like i'm gonna see someone there's been like weird knockings and then you had people who were like the radiator's knocking it's boiler heat but then we're also like no things just kind of work in a weird way like things go missing there are kind of weird noises that aren't the building but it's like just leave it alone if you leave it alone it's not gonna bother you it's not gonna hurt you because it's like once you start to bother with those things and you start to be seen as something that's gonna not as like a threat but more as an antagonist then that's when problems kind of arise sure can sound like a movie cliche in a way so when Hannah talked about the description of Davis Hall, it is very eerie and the hallways are very echoey. So like when you take steps, it echoes throughout the yes. the whole hallway. And the stairwell, uh, she mentioned the stairwell and it's like the spiral staircase and how eerie that is. And it is like, again, echoey. So you can hear footsteps going up yes, the stairs sure. and down the stairs. And um, have you been to Davis Hall? Yes. So over the summer, I worked for the radio station here. Um, And if you are on the campus of Ambrose, um, we had the elevator going in over the summer in Galvin. And so we would be frequently moving um, records and CDs over to Davis where we have this thing called the Annex, um, which is basically just like extra storage but basically we would be moving stuff over there and it would be like only half lit in the basement of davis and the basement of davis is so creepy like it's only like half lit there's like a lounge down there but like i've never been down there other than like this summer um and then i would hear like people walking up and down the steps and like i knew that there was people there because there were ras and everything there but it was still just like so creepy one part of hannah's story that got me really bad was like the shadow people and i like don't know if that's like the official name for whatever she saw but that's kind of how she had referred to it before with me but i thought that was so creepy because i have a story kind of like that but it's in a different building which i'll touch on later um but that is just so creepy because like it's almost like she was being watched and that's just so creepy in uh campus encounters i talked to um danielle hollenbeck who used to live there and she talked about how every i think it was sunday every sunday night at a specific time she would see this girl in her closet and she referred to her as sarah unrelated to other stories that i covered but the this sarah girl or this shadow or this person was there literally every Sunday at the same time. And if she had company over, she wouldn't see her. That's so weird. That is so creepy. Oh, my god! And she said um, she lived in room 301. And that was the floor that Hannah said was, like, the weird one. Like, the third floor was, like, where all the weird stuff happened. I remember um, my freshman year, so that would have been um, 2019, there was a girl on the track team with me when I was um, running track and she lived in Davis and she said she would constantly have stuff like flying off the walls or like she was um, 
a very talented artist and she would have her paintings like come off the walls while she was sitting in her room and I never thought to ask her what floor she lived on but I've definitely heard like lots of really weird stories about stuff like that happening and just like I've never like really thought about like do I actually believe in ghosts but like hearing stuff like that it just like makes you think like how else would you describe that unless like somebody's lying but and hearing so many people like say the same or similar stories like of these shadow people or these people like or whatever they are like obviously yes. they're like something paranormal um yeah and can we also talk about the china doll closet that is apparently oh yeah up there? i forgot yeah oh my gosh like i don't like i've never really spent a whole lot of time in davis i went over there like over the summer like i said and i had friends that used to live over there so like i've never actually like wandered the halls of davis as much as i want to yeah like hannah said like i definitely don't mess with dolls or creepy Mm -mm. dolls there's like like, so many movies on why you shouldn't yes oh my gosh (laughs) on my podcast i spoke to a ghost specialist oh my god and so he would like study ghosts and why they are around or why they might stick to things and they have like he said they have close attachments to objects sometimes oh like goodness. like the if they attach to like dolls or something sure. it's because they rep like represent a person or they um are similar to someone that they recognized in their their actual life oh how weird yeah oh that's so creepy so like dolls are a common object that ghosts attach to because it's close to like a human so that was Hannah's story. So now we're going to transition to Matt Jung, who is a senior here at Ambrose, and he is a human performance and fitness major. Um, and he is a peer campus minister in Cosgrove Hall. Um, and he kind of talked to me about some really weird experiences that he's had in the old Dirty Grove. Um, so let me read you his story. At the beginning of September this year, I woke up to banging on my door, which happens sometimes living with freshmen, but I didn't have anyone standing outside. So as I tried to open the door, I would pull it and it wouldn't budge as if someone was holding it shut on the other side, but there wasn't anyone on the other side. First time I tried it, it took a few seconds of pulling before it all of a sudden opened very easily. Randomly over the next week, I would go to just leave my room or open the door and it wouldn't open when I would try at first, then all of a sudden open easily again. There was nothing blocking nor warping the door to get stuck in the frame. That happened for about a week, but the last two days of that week, I would have my door closed and locked and it would just randomly swing open very slowly. It happened a total of three times and ever since then it hasn't happened and the door opens with ease. So, either freshmen know my schedule and hold me captive when I tried to leave, or something weird was happening. So, I don't know about you, (laughs) Jamie, but I thought that was so creepy. But I lived there. I lived in Cosgrove when I was a freshman. And I lived on the second floor of Cosgrove, and it was just me and my roommate, obviously. Her bed was kind of like set up against the wall and she was sitting against um, one of the walls where she was facing me and I was facing the vanity since there's like the mirror and then there's a a vanity sink um, in the in the rooms 
and the door was right next to the vanity and I was just kind of facing the door and my roommate and I were just talking and then all of a sudden I see like a figure kind of like pop up in the mirror and so I just kind of sat there and I'm like Allie did you just move (laughs) and she looked at me and she's like no what are you talking about oh my god I said I just saw something in the mirror like can you you had to have like moved or something and she's like no I've been sitting here the whole time so that obviously was like super creepy and like in that room I would sometimes like see things out of the corner of my eye and I wouldn't like really think too much about it you just start to justify it yeah you I would start to justify it so I just kind of like brushed it off until we had our vanity sink um cabinet doors open at night so every morning my roommate Allie and I would wake up and the doors would be open on the cabinet we texted our sweet mate at the time and asked her like hey it's not a big deal if you did but did you happen to go over to our room and take anything underneath the sink Mm -hmm. and she's like no ew yeah so there's something tied to that vanity it has to be something either in that room in that building I don't know what it is I'll tell you that was like the COVID year so I'll tell you when I moved out of that room I was so happy to be out of there because that it was just so weird and like we would have voices like sometimes but we just figured it was like people next door or if we had the window open it was people upstairs or surrounding us or like nothing nothing what would they say like what would the voices say it was just like muffled conversation um I don't really remember like what exactly they were saying but I remember just like it just sounded like a casual conversation between like two or three people was it like like could you tell like when it was your next door neighbors or not not really. So, that's, so it kind of sounded similar. Yeah, that's why we kind of just tried to justify it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably nothing. Like, maybe it's people upstairs or the people next door. But we can never really tell because it was an all-women's floor. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there would be, like, the male voice, which, once again, not, like, super suspicious. Yeah. But we were just kind of really like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's just the people who live on our floor. Not a big deal. So, I don't know. That was just really creepy to us when we lived there. Well, hearing all these stories, it kind of reminds me of, like... So, I did a lot of investigating when I heard the Sarah story Mm -hmm. um, in Galvin. Those two DJs that saw this ghost uh, late night. And then another DJ, unrelated, saw the same figure, the same description and everything. So, I investigated. I'm like, who could this Sarah be? And I found that this... Gain Street, all these buildings are in this area where before Ambrose was even a thing, this was like woods and some farmland that this family owned. And so like these people lived here and um, a lot of really bad things happened to this family. Um, Like Sarah, she lost a lot of children on this property here. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, any grieving mother would hold on to that. Of um, course. And not really haunt, because I don't think Sarah is, like, um, aggressive. Sure. Or a bad spirit, <laughs> that people say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
But I do think she's like holding on to something. Mm-hmm. And she's like her and maybe other people that have had bad experiences passing are holding on to that grief or holding on to that moment in time along this this road here with all these buildings, which makes sense. Absolutely. And, and I this never is, really thought about that. All of these buildings are like the original Ambrose, right? Before yes. it like expanded. Yeah. Yeah. Other than like McMullen and the expansion of McMullen. But we don't hear a lot of ghost stories about those, right? Of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure their house like there was housing and farmland like this was the like right where um Galvin is and McMullen is right now mm-hmm. is where like the farmland was and then their houses were like across the street of Locust sure okay. and I covered a story where there was an actual haunting and saging of a house that was on that street so I got in contact with this with this girl Casey Zelinsky and she seems like a really like nothing you talk to this girl and you're like nothing creepy happened mm-hmm. to you yeah and then she opens up about this story about her house and how it was haunted by this girl and another little boy like that was going between houses like the neighbor's house and her house sure. and it got too so aggressive um that they were the ghosts were like throwing things at the doors what yeah Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so it got super aggressive and she, Casey had this friend who was like a medium, but she didn't want to like come out and say it, Um, but she could see ghosts and talk to them. That's terrifying. So Casey brought her friend to the house and was like, hey, can you like sage the house or something? Because this is getting out of hand. Mm -hmm. And they did, they actually performed a saging of the house and her description of what happened to this spirit and how like crazy it got and intense it got is just like it raised the hair on the back of my neck listening to it and she also did like the crybaby special with um danielle hollenbeck too so maybe i mean those two both experienced paranormal stuff after going to crybaby bridge so maybe the spirits came back with them for those of you who don't know, like the legend yes. of Crybaby Bridge, um, you go, you're supposed to go to your, park your car on Crybaby Bridge, put it in neutral, and if you, like, you're supposed to feel like the kids, the spirits push your car. Oh my gosh. And some people so put creepy. like baby powder on their bumper and then they find handprints and stuff, but. Do you believe it? Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, Danielle and Casey and a couple other girls, like, did went there and did that, and they recorded themselves, and you'll have to go listen to yes. the Crybaby special because their reactions tell it all. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy cow. There's a lot of creepy stuff that goes on here in, in Davenport. Like, Palmer. So my boyfriend uh, graduated from Palmer, and he was telling me how – some people would claim to see like a priest swinging from a chandelier in like one of the main buildings. What? Yeah, like <gasps> imagine seeing that. Like, I would pee my pants. I would too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Just imagining that, like, is terrifying. It's like something out of a horror movie. 
Oh my gosh, I have like goosebumps right now. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah. Did he ever see anything? There? No, he didn't really spend that much time on campus or in like the older buildings. Sure. We didn't even talk about Ambrose Hall. Oh my god. In the gosh. fourth floor or even the pool. Describe. So I haven't been to Ambrose Hall. Like describe yeah. the pool area. So. Um, I have friends that have been like in the pool area and I don't really know if this is like a, a forbidden topic. So if you're a member of the security office, just skip over this part. <laughs> um, but the pool area, I know I haven't been like in the pool area, but I've been like in the tunnel that leads to the pool area and the tunnel almost looks like a cave kind of thing. Like that's the best way I can describe it. And it's like. You can tell, like, I think, like, people have written on the walls and stuff. And, I mean, it's been a while since I've been down there. Um, But it's just, like, so creepy. And, like, I know when I went down there, I just had, like, this weird feeling. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, like... Like, something's off. Yeah, something felt weird. And, like, I just kind of had, like, a weird tense feeling in my neck. Which I kind of get, like, when I have a bad feeling about something. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, like, spreading into my shoulders. And I'm like, this is really weird. Like, I don't know about this. So I just kind of was like, hey, guys. I was with a group of um, a couple of girls. And I was like, hey, guys, I think we should, like, leave. <laughs> because, uh-huh. because this is weird. This is creepy. Yeah. And, and like, usually your intuition's right about that exactly. stuff. Exactly. And, like, Ambrose Hall, I feel like in and of itself, like, you don't want to be there, like, by yourself in the beehive. Just, like, chilling and studying because I've done that before. And that same, like, weird feeling in my neck and shoulders was there that time when I was, like, by myself in the beehive. And it had to have been, like, one in the morning. It was super late. But I just had, like, this weird feeling about it. And I'm like, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so creepy. And there's just been lots of, like, really weird things that I've heard people tell me about Ambrose Hall. I just feel like there's lots of lots of just not right things about Ambrose. Like, isn't there a tunnel in Ambrose Hall, too, or something? Yes, I th- at least I think so. I'm I think Duke actually was speaking about his friends. It was either Duke or Dave, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But he told us about how when he was a student, um his friends like broke into the tunnels, like the actual tunnels underneath. Oh my gosh. Like yes. there's apparently tunnels underneath Ambrose like Oh my gosh. And they broke into it and were like exploring it and it was like really creepy and eerie. Now I want to find that out. I know. Like, I kind of want to go down there, like, at night and just investigate. But I also am like, there's Too a reason scared. why it's blocked off. Like, yes. there's a reason you can't go down there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our Halloween special. We hope that you enjoyed listening to our spooky stories. And go ahead and investigate any creepy stories. Dig deep and find out the truth behind these creepy stories and thanks for listening and we hope you have a great safe halloween and we hope you don't get haunted thank you (laughs) thanks